Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 669. And today we're diving into the second part of the city of Jinky 38, which is honor. And we started looking at this, how this is so connected with um, the movement of very important pivotal moments in history or in one's history um, when two pure forces have reached up a moment of deciding the future. And to truly experience honor at that place, you would have even, uh, you could even say, um, a negative and a positive force, you know, and there is honor even within the negative. And this is, you know, really transcending this idea that there's like, you know, as we have landed in this reality because we created this holographic, holodeck, if you wish, this reality, right, is for the sake of expanding consciousness. God wants to know all that is, wants to experience, it's not that it doesn't know, it's that it wants to have the experience of all that is in this particular womb or, or multiverse, which which is all springing from this refuse of, of, of previous multiverses, right? And so everything here is coded to have a, 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 this very, very specific blueprint of, of not being good enough, right? So what do you come out, what comes out of that? And, and, and it, it, it manifests a lot into, into these conflicts of how are we going to build the future? Ultimately, our goal as a civilization, not only us, but the entire of the universe, when you start looking at the past, how did we get to where we are here? How do we have the genetic code that we have? It didn't just happen through evolution, if you want to call it. Yes, it is evolution in the larger scope, but you've got to be considering all the star systems in the universe. How long has, we, has it taken us as a civilization that is recorded to get to where we are now? You know, 10,000 years from recorded history, 15, 20,000 years. You know, and in 20,000 years from what is recorded, and I'm making these huge quotes, right? I'm, I'm around that, you know, ridiculous sentence. Um, <clears throat> we've gotten to where we have internet and artificial, in where people are playing with, uh, you know, editing genes and stuff like that, which is, you know, without love, you can't really do anything. Um, it's all atrocities and, 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 you know, monstrosities. But... Looking back just on this multiverse, the beginning of the Big Bang, how many civilizations could have reached a point where they can actually um, manipulate their DNA? In, in, in how many star systems, on how many billions of galaxies in the universe, right? And to get to the point to understand, you know, that that is the ultimate currency in the, in the universe, DNA. And so, as, as we get deeper, an un, a deeper understanding of the nature of intent and, and how it's manifesting in the universe, because, you know, we live in a box here in, in a matrix reality, an illusion, in, in, a, in, a, in the Maya, right? It, it's all, it's all um, it glitz, right? It's, it's, a, it's bread and circus, right? The, the real world is to be able to... Um, um, observe reality from abstract points of perspective that don't limit expression and, and experience multiple uh, fluid reality that has no uh, limitation. And that's what masters do, what sages do. Uh, throughout history, we have many examples of these masters that are you know, seemingly capable of doing impossible things. But when you are looking and we have that, you know, the ability to look into the quantum field, we know that the quantum field is doing impossible things. Impossible, again, in quotes, right? Impossible things. But it's just that's what the very basis of the foundation of this reality is. Everything's physical is made out of atoms. 
And when you look into the subatomic structure, you're going to find out that it's a completely new world. It's a completely different reality. And so if we are to really understand how reality seems so real or solid, again, more quotes there, um, and and then and, and in truth, it, it isn't, because if we were to look at the subatomic structure, we're looking at a space between the, the proton and neutron to the electron cloud of, you know, the distance from here to the sun. There is more space in matter than actual matter. That's one thing. And then, you know, well, you say, well, that's quantum physics and Newtonian physics is a completely different thing because, you know, we have the gravity and blah, 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 right? Then how do you explain the feats of masters where they can be into places at once, where they can, you know, transform matter with consciousness? And people don't talk about that because they don't want to, you know, they can't explain it. It is consciousness. It is the evolution of the our or the ability of the master, right? Because we are, you know, individual kind of observation points from God to manifest this uh, perception of, of highest heightened states of awareness. And from this place, it's a matter of seeing things. And, and a good example of this is when you're on a dream and, and everything makes sense. Even though it's bizarre and, and amazing, you're like flying in the sky or whatever, you know, you're becoming, you know, having like you know, being a giant or, you know, floating and you know, you're doing things that are that are not necessarily real right and again quotes <laughs> i'm feeling sarcastic today and um and but it makes absolute sense there you are not questioning the 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 reality the realness the, the validity of your experience and so if we can have our ability to um perceive reality without questioning the the reality of it right what happens and how is that related with uh, having access to parallel universes it all comes down to what we are so so sure that is real and because we are so sure and we go down to you know the quantum the the wave particle you know um principle right is it a wave is it a particle and one scientist come in and says well it's a wave and then it's a wave you know the scientist come in and says well it's a particle and then it's a particle whatever the scientist is observing it becomes at the subatomic level so who is to say that when we're in you know, newtonian physics what we're observing it isn't what we are what we're observing and getting to the point, because there is, there is no, no tricking God. You can't trick God. God is, right? You can't trick the universe. He has to be real. So when we're talking about the evolution of, of, of ideologies to the point that they have a pure intent, even it might be completely opposite. And one might even lead to the destruction of the human race, right? But it's the, the, the proponents of that, they are carrying that intent. Then we're meeting a, a pinnacle where honor has the ability to bloom in that place. Because it's pure fight at that point. It, it, ideologies that are creating the future. And this is these are the warriors of light, right? To become... And to to leave behind these ideas of 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 the boxes of that we've been raised on as 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 humans, leave this side. They leave them aside and say, well, what is truly the future? And in my opinion, my experience, you know, I don't see a better future than a future built with love, and from love and out of love on love. Without love, I don't see a future. I see, uh, I see more creation, and, and eventually I see uh, a destruction. It's now, or it's you know, hundred thousand years from now. But there is no future without love. That is the next step. And when you start looking at the you know diagrams of uh, mysticism and, and the occult and all of that stuff, they all have that 
evolution of the kundalini right going through the fourth seal opening the heart equalizing the male and female yin and yang polarity we have to get arrive to that zero place that neutral place where 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 we understand the next level of what it means love ultimate allowing of life for all expression and this is what is allowing god through all of us not just here, but, you know, when we're looking at the, 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 you know, the work of master geneticists from innumerable races throughout the entire multiverse, putting that, that code here and working and incarnating in this planet. And, you know, I mean, maybe many others, we don't know, but at least in this one, how many combinations of how many races we have to get this conflict and this challenge and this push for what is going to be the genetic structure that's going to be able to handle the entire of consciousness, what we call the homo, the homo sanctus. Because this is what we're here creating. And it's not going to be made out of thinking. It's not made out of logic. It's not going to be made out of gene editing. You know what that's called? That's called stupidity. That's, <laughs> that is called... Um, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's laughable, you know, to, to believe that you can just design something out of thinking. That is missing half of the picture. It has to be made out of both balanced male and female. That's why we have such this transgenderism tilting right now, surging as a wave of consciousness, to, to like, a, like, a, like, a, like an, a, a, a foe, Right? That it's seeking to destroy the polarity. Because it's seeking for that point, neutral point. But it's doing it with the fucking head. By thinking. By, by becoming the personality. By becoming the image. Right? This is a completely different thing. It's, it's made out of personal experience. And unless we arrive to a place of love within ourselves, we cannot see the gate, the gate, the true evolutionary genetic gate of our human species. That happens because we lived it, because we earned it, not because we thought about it and then altered the DNA and the code. And now we're like pretending that it is and dressing up and all that bullshit. That is not going to change the genetics. And even if you go through gene editing without love, you don't fucking know anything. The humanity doesn't know anything without love. Because what kind of creations come out when, when there's no love involved? Monstrosities. That's what comes out when we don't create things that are free. All of our creations need to be free. They need to be made with love. And then you don't know what the future it is because that other 50% of the mystery comes through and you have absolutely no idea what it is. But that is when God comes through and organizes the logical principle of the male, right? And it gives it its balance and it opens up the universe and the infinite. That is love, right? So we're going to be diving into that today. Uh, but uh, before we dive into that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're doing here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the very bottom, we have a, a menu, um, a black menu uh, with five links. One of them says Jinkies. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256. You can listen to that episode and that will get you started with what we're doing here. We're learning how to understand who are we and why are we here. And it's not because the jinkies are going to tell you anything. It's because it's a tool. The jinkies is a tool. It's a toolbox. It's a map. It's a, it's a compass. It gives you hints. It's a, it's a, it's a cheat sheet. <laughs> it's a trick that tricks your, your attention. It, it doesn't trick your attention because nothing can trick your attention. You trick yourself into positioning your attention into these concepts. And what happens when you put your attention in high-frequency concepts, you start downloading directly from the Akash, directly from the universe. 
And now you, you have, you're asking high frequency questions, you're going to get high frequency answers. So it's a trick that tricks you into putting your attention instead of start thinking of what's new on Instagram, put into asking, you know, what does honor means? What is the movement from struggle to perseverance? What is the difference? And looking, learning how we're learning how to look into our own conscious, to look for our own personal, our uh, embedded in our genetic structure, our own personal uh, misunderstandings of reality that are embedded in the DNA, and we're unconscious of them. And so, the key here is to become conscious of what we are unconscious. When we become conscious then it no longer has power over us because now we can see it, right? We may not still not understand it. And that is the key here because this is where we bring the principle of the female, right? The male is the one who's looking, right? And finding and bringing and putting and all that stuff. The male is putting stuff, you know? But the female principle within us, it's what's going to bring the solutions that we can't imagine because that's his job. Is the, the, uh, the unlimited, endless, infinite healer and lover. And that's what love is. So uh, we bring that, become aware, take responsibility for our shadows, for our fear. And, uh, and, and then bring it into the heart and say, God, show me the way I take responsibility for my darkness. And I am not going to push it away and try to hide, hide it or change it. Or be ashamed of it because, oh my God, in my darkness. I'm afraid of this shit. No. Yes, I am. Because this is my power. The darkness is your power. But when expressed with a closed heart, when we don't have an understanding that there's another, that the other is us, right? That's what creates all of the conflict in the world. But we can't push these sides away because it's who we are. But what we need, what the evolution of our species is, is to open the heart and, and express the darkness with love. Now, that's a contemplation, right? What does that even fucking mean? <laughs> you know, that's exactly it. And in the case of this Jinky 38, it's expressing struggle with love. It's, it's just add love to every shadow of these Jinkies and you will see the gift. The gift of perseverance is the expression of struggle with love. Boom, now you've reached a higher frequency. You're in a higher octave of expression. And then take that all the way to the edge of humanity. And it's not something that you take. You, you know, your job is to express that path and live that path of perseverance as a light warrior. In the case of this Jinky 38. And then... And then God will open the door and say, here is what honor is. When, when there is the ultimate, uh, the ultimate sacrifice. In this case, because we're going to be talking about death today with this jinky. Um, and it will show you the city. It's different, the, the movement with every city of every, every, every jinky. But it's the same. It's the same, but it's different. And that's what makes it uh, beautiful because one of these things clicks it will click one of these things. You keep looking at something every day. Something happens and you something clicks. And when it clicks, it's like a machine that starts, starts working. And the, this is your soul recognizing truth. And then since it's hologenetic. And by the way, there's a, a link on that page on episode 256 that says, click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. When you click on that link, it will take you to the Jinkies website. And you can download your hologenetic profile. This is a map of your unconscious and, and how to make it conscious. And so, uh, but it's hologenetic and hologenetic means holographic and genetic. So whenever we click that, you know, safe and open it up from any one of these 11 points on your map, you enter into your genetics through consciousness. And everything unfolds because it's connected, just like a hologram is. You can you can see the entire, uh, 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 you know, whatever hologram in in one in one part of it. Like you can you know tear it apart in little pieces, and you will see it at a lower resolution, right? It's going to look look a little fuzzy, but it's still going to contain the entire picture. That's what holography is. And so, um, once you enter through one of these. You'll see the entire picture and then you're going to start making the connections. 
and the entire thing is going to start moving within you, right? So on that page, there's a whole explanation of how to read this map, and, and there's charts, there's links, there's an index, there's more resources, there's a video, there's another podcast. So just, you know, everything you need to, to learn is there, and also on, in the About page, also on the bottom menu, you click on that one. There's our links for our social media. And if you click on the Telegram channel and uh, and follow our Telegram chat room, because we have two, we have a news channel and a chat room, uh, you can ask any questions you have about this. You know, you are not alone in this. If you want to dive into this, it's all there. And just, just go to the chat room. Any, anything, that's what that the chat room is for. That's what it's for. Also, if you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, Pearl Planet, TV, Who Am I, and all that stuff, on that About page, uh, click listen to episode one. And and uh, our goal here with this podcast, with this brand, um, number one, heal ourselves. Because this is about building the future. Uh, drawing, setting up, you know, designing a blueprint of the future. And the future isn't made out of things, the things that we do. It's made out of how much we open our heart. And when you open your heart, it doesn't matter what you do. Or don't do. What matters is that your heart is open. Naturally, the light of creation is going to flow through your heart into the world. And you're going to feel a natural inner drive that's going to push you and pull you somewhere. And you're going to be doing something. Because now you have love in your heart. And not only do you have love, but you have uh, um, um, knowledge. And and how do we get knowledge? Because all of this stuff is information, is data, it's philosophy. This isn't knowledge. This is not truth. All of these jinkies and any of that stuff... None of this is, 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 doesn't mean anything. It's, it's useless, right? But it changes. It transforms when the, when the active element comes into it, which is you, your attention. When you put your attention on this philosophy, you're going to start opening that valve and the light of creation flows through your attention and it's going to start creating a, an electromagnetic ripple into, into reality that will manifest a physical and or metaphysical or both, manifestation in your reality where you can have an experience where you can know because you lived it. What is it that we're talking about here? So that's the work here. The true work here is your attention and your contemplation, the art of contemplation. So on the About page, you can listen to episode one and find out what we're doing here. Number one, going into the unconscious, healing ourselves, allowing the light of God to flow through us, becoming a vessel for God, and then that light keeps going because he wants to go into the darkness. It's going to go into the darkness of your unconscious. And it's going to go into the darkness of your immediate reality. And it's going to keep going. And now you want to know everything. Not you, but the, the light within you wants to expand. There is no longer because we need to understand the difference between the personality and us. There's two people living inside of us. Right? The personality and us. Who we truly are. We are the, the light of God. The infinite, the children of God, the infinite light of creation. This is who we are. We are glorious, epic, divine beings on an, on an adventure of epic proportions beyond anything. And we're living in this, riding these biomachines that, that have a body, a mind, consciousness, right? That develop a personality and think that they're running the show. And so our job here is to reclaim the reins of the biomachine and ride this thing and not, don't let the biomachine ride you. Because that's what's happening in the world. Everybody's been ridden by, by, the, by the body and the mind and, the, you know, the personality. And so, um, so on that page, on the About page, you will see a resources section at the bottom that explains what's been going on in the last three years. We're in the middle of a transition to a new consciousness, what we call Christ consciousness. And in order for us to move to that consciousness, we need to know the truth. What the fuck is going on inside of us in this reality and in this matrix hierarchical system that we are immersed in, in this illusion? This, where we're living in this reality, is the consequence of the shadow of all of us that has manifested because we've been afraid of, of who we are. And so now has manifested as a huge lie that pervades everything, everything in this world. The whole thing is an illusion. The only thing that's real here is you and me. And our relationships and the things that we create before they get absorbed by the matrix. That's it. Everything. Government, economics, education, philosophy, history, um, 
it, you know, uh, pharma, pharmaceuticals, technology, business, everything is a construct. It's a construct that is uh, made, built on, on the principles of the shadow, which is, <laughs> which is lack and fear and, and, and disconnection. And that is all an illusion because there's only one of us here and it's expressing through all of us simultaneously. And the only way that we can know that is through love. Nothing that is built on love can last. Nothing that, that, is built, that is not built on love can last. Everything that's built on love lasts forever. That's why we're still here, because we, we were made out of love, right? And we will, you know, live beyond these bodies for all eternity. We're, we are love. And so our journey here is to, to learn the truth and bring that light into the, the, the world stage. Recognize what the fuck is going on out there right now, everywhere. And learn, pass this test, this initiation into the next echelon, which is realizing uh, what is the truth and what are lies. Not so that we can go and fight the, the matrix and try to bring it down. But because when we recognize the truth, immediately we move our attention from the lie and we put it somewhere else where we're going to start building the future because our attention is that powerful. The matrix, the, the, the construct of the, the lies of the system, the world economic system, everything is built on our attention. When we know the truth, it, it no longer has our attention and it starts crumbling. It's a house of cards, a sinking boat, and it is sinking. And, and we're going to see it in the, in the next few years. The whole thing is, is unraveling like a thread of a sweater. And uh, this is why it's very important that we know the truth so that we can make decisions that are, you know, that we follow through our intuition and we can move forward from that place. Listening to, to our connection to the truth within our heart, to the truth of love, not stupid love, ignorant love. That those are, that's the personality, putting love in a box. You can't put love in a box. I'm talking about the entire of the multiverse, right? All of allowing, all caring, all loving. And yes, I can say those in, in words, but the true experience of that takes your entire life to figure out what that is. But the moment you start putting your attention in it, your life starts changing and it becomes worth living. I'm not saying that your life wasn't worth living before that, but I tell you what, a life without love is not a life. It's uh, just a struggle. <laughs> Coming back to this shadow, right? It's just a fucking drag. And at some point, you don't want to live anymore. You're like, what's the point? Why should I live? There is nothing worth living for. And it's true. Without love, there is nothing worth living for. So um, all of that information is there. As always, I'm not a teacher of anything. I'm just studying this stuff, this jinkies. I'm a student of the great work. And this is, this is my contemplation. I'm putting it on podcast format so that people can find about this stuff. But you have to do your own work. You have to contemplate this stuff yourself. And once you contemplate it and start applying it in your life, uh, you will start getting your own downloads, which is, that's what we're, that's what's important. What, how, how all of this is relevant for you in your life, in your experience, in your relationship, in your business, in your, in everything, right? That's what's important here. Ultimately, your own relationship with God. And that only comes through you picking this stuff and, and, you know, putting it in your own words. What does it mean to you? And that's what we're after here. True knowledge, experience, physical and metaphysical, right? And by embodied experience. When you know, nobody can come and bamboozle you about anything because you fucking know. You were there when it happened. You experience it. You know. And so everything changes. And this is, this is what makes us graduate or, or, you know, move through this adolescent stage of stupidity that we're stuck, as, uh, stuck in as a civilization and fucking grow up. It's, a, it's the time. It's the time to do so. And, and we're doing it. It's, it's uh, the birthing pains of a new, a new consciousness, but, it, it, but it's happening. So um, let's dive into this second part of the uh, um of the city of honor jinky 3038 right and the programming partner of this city is uh jinky 39 which is liberation and it's interesting because we're going to be diving into this jinky uh tomorrow right into that uh, jinky 39 
And they're both together, these programming partners that go from the shadow of struggle and the programming partner of provocation. They create this loop, right? And then you uh, raise the consciousness and rise an octave. And now you're going from perseverance to dynamism, dynamism to perseverance. And then raise, open up to the entire of the universe. Now you're moving from the honor to liberation and from liberation to honor. It's one thing. As always, this city is one thing. All cities, all 64 cities, the divine gifts are one thing. And that is, you know, realizing that everything is God. There is nothing but God. The entire of creation is God. And, and God is the manifestation of, of universal love. Right? And that's just one entry point. We have honor. We have liberation. We have you know, immortality. We have omniscience. All of it means the same. But we're looking at it from all these 64 different angles. And, and, and that's, how, that's how we're tricking the personality. Because we're beating that fucker from all angles. You know, here, well, you want to put me in a box? You want to put me in a box? You want to put me in a box? And one, you know, at some point, you're like Luke Skywalker on that trench in the Death Star. And you're going to hit that. You're going to hit that. And it's going to go into and it's going to destroy that Death Star. Boom. Trust your instincts. Trust, trust. What is it? He says, trust your instincts, right? Turn off that computer and, and trust. What is your intuition? Trust the mystery. Trust God, right? So let's dive into this. Um, so the 38th city is closely allied to the theme of death. Honor and death have always been closely associated. This is because the ultimate honor is to give your life for the your life for the sake of others. This is exactly what we're talking about yesterday. The love to die for love that is honor to die for love. That's that's what honor is. So this is um, so as Christ spoke, you know himself. Greater love hath no man than this that a man lay down his life for his friends. And that's just, you know, that is ultimately what we are, right? This is what we are. This is what love is. This is what a mother, a mother would die for her child. And if we can take that, what is a mother? Is the mystery that holds all life, that creates life. That essence is right there. And this is, this is what we are. Right, and when we understand that, then we move beyond this stupid fucking race of competition and you know conflict that comes because we don't understand the divine paradox. Right, we keep looking at another person and saying, They're fucker, they're fucking with me, I'm gonna beat you up. Projection, projection, projection. There are no people here, people don't exist, there's only one of us. We have to live it. You can't tell. No, you can't have nobody tell you that. You have to experience it, right? So in our ancestral path, this city has long been deeply associated with conflict and war. However, at the civic level, this association is symbolic rather than literal. For the 38th city fights to bring an end to all human conflict. And it's, it sounds like a paradox because it is a paradox. When we're talking about city, we're talking about paradox. Why? Because we're unifying the polarities. The yin and yang become the neutral, the point zero. The point of paradox. That is what God is. God is the abstract. So we have there. There is no way that the personality can understand and can synthesize and can shove the paradox in a box. That is why it's eternal. That is why it exists. And that is why the personality can't go there. It must dissolve. But the paradox dissolves the personality. You throw a few paradoxes at the personality, it's going to freak out next thing you're in the dark night of the soul. Why? Because you can't put God in a box. You have to accept the mystery, embrace the mystery, fall in love with the mystery, and simultaneously have that 50% male logical organizing principle to navigate through the mystery. 
Because you're going to start, you're still going to be positioning your attention. Who is that's positioning the attention? That's the biggest question, the will of God, right? But is that principle, the, the endless many and the one whole coming together? That is what we're doing here ultimately, right? Uh, So at times, it may enter into human conflict and sacrifice itself to bring about that end, right? The 38th city. So this is what has happened, you know, like, you know, Jesus Christ. I mean, that's the best example we can can put about. Why? Because he knows he's eternal and he resurrects three days later. And, and, you know, there have been some other, you know, heroes out there that, you know, didn't, didn't resurrect, but they still manifested that city. Like William Wallace, right? He completely changed the, the frequency field or others throughout history, right? And so, um, nonetheless, in truth, this city, like all other cities, is based upon the utter respect for all sentient life. Because that's what the cities are. It's, it's pure love. And that's pure respect. The ultimate fight then, it, then is the fight against fear. And I wouldn't say the fight against fear. I would say the, the conquest of fear. It's very different than fighting against fear and conquering fear. The light warrior conquers fear. And what is conquering? And this is kind of like, you know, we need to evolve these terms from the limitation of, of, you know, humanity. Evolve past that. And and what it is, is really looking, conquering is responsibility, taking responsibility, looking into the darkness of ourselves and taking responsibility for that darkness, saying, it is my darkness. I am the darkness. Conquering is not... Casting it away is picking it up and saying, this is who I am. I am the darkness. But when you put that darkness in the heart and and surrender, because this is simultaneously, this is what needs to happen. You cannot just embrace the darkness because then you become a fucking, you know, monster. You embrace the darkness and then you, because at that point, the embracing of the darkness, that's the male act, right? The male, the male polarity, taking action, taking responsibility, bring it into the heart. And then, and then that, all of that is doing, right? And then we surrender it to God. That is the full female, right? there principle, embracing it, making it 50-50. I have absolutely no fucking clue how to heal this thing, God, but I know that you do. And I am you. And you are me more like, more, you are me. Because <laughs> I am you, is that, that's, that would still be male, right? You are me. We all are one, right? And that is the, that is the ultimate sacrifice. Because you're thrusting yourself off the cliff into the, into the abyss, you took that darkness and say, it's not them. It is not the world. It's not the World Economic Forum or the Bank of International Settlements or fucking Hitler, you know, or Stalin or, or you know, Xi Jinping or fucking Biden. It's none of them. They are the, the manifestations of my darkness because I didn't, took, I didn't take responsibility for it. But now I take responsibility for my fucking darkness before it permeates out into the world as a field and contributes with all the the shadows and darkness of everybody to to sustain a bigger fucking badass darkness. No, it's mine. I have it. And I am going to love it. What I mean by love it is not you go express your darkness. I mean, put it in your heart and surrender it to God. And then you do that darkness with love. And we got the 64 examples of how to do this. Very simple. You look at the shadow on your whole genetic profile or on any of the 64 jinkies. And then you look at the gift. And the gift is is the shadow expressed with love. That's it. In this case, jinky 38, we got struggle expressed with love becomes perseverance. And what is love? Love is the recognition that there's that everyone out there is you. Whatever you do unto them, you're doing it to yourself. Whatever you do to yourself that is not love 
is destroying you, right? So this struggle, this constant struggle is destroying civilization, is destroying everything, everyone. Everybody's struggling every day, struggling with their marriages, struggling with their, you know, their identities or sexual identities or race identities or religious identities. What is these identities? It's a fucking personality. They're struggling to be something instead of realizing that we're nothing. When you surrender to the mystery in your heart, you're saying, God, I have no fucking clue. I'm nothing. And now you're floating in the mystery because you brought that female principle. Now you're balanced. Boom, they cancel each other. You become zero. Nothing. Zilch. (laughs) And from that place, now that's where love exists. That's where joy exists. That's where you can actually hug somebody. You can say anything you want because you're not attached to, 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 you know, to be something or you don't have any agendas. You don't want stuff. You're here to give. And that's what, that's what changes everything at that point, right? Um, so this is the ultimate fight, right? The, the ultimate conquest of self. Uh, this has been symbolized forever by the forces of light fighting against the forces of darkness. You will see this on every story, right? Because we need to express it. But it's time to evolve that mythology and really start taking it in. And we're working on that one. So as a true warrior of light... The 38th city does not fight the lower nature, the shadow. Rather, it absorbs the forces of darkness deep inside itself through its actions. This is exactly what I'm talking about. And in doing so, shines out with immense purity in the world because it's taking responsibility for the darkness. This is my darkness. The reason the world is the way it is, is because of my darkness. And if everybody starts taking responsibility for the darkness within ourselves, the entire world stage, everything dissolves because there's no longer a lie. There's no longer fear. There's no longer nobody hiding. There's no longer a personality that's saying, I am going to take care of everything because I know how to do it all. It isn't about that. What is the greatest love? The greatest moment is when you're allowed to be. Allow yourself expression, allowing life without hurting anyone. With utter respect to all of life. And then how, what kind of world we have after that? It's the abstract. This is the unknown. We don't even know what, 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 I mean, they're thinking, oh, it's going to be. That is why this idea of positivity, positivity doesn't fucking work. Because that's swinging. You go too positive and then you're going to get negative. You have to because you're still on the polarity. You need to unite those forces and make a canceling point zero. Zero point. The neutral point. The evolving point. And the only way to do it is by being both polarities simultaneously. And this is the purity that expresses through this city, right? Through the love of God. So honor is not about whining. It's not about winning or losing in a sense, because that would be polarity, right? Honor is not about winning or losing in a sense. The role of honor is to make a mockery of the entire concept of winning and losing. This is pretty profound stuff, right? At that point, you're laughing, you know, or you're allowing the laughter of God to pass through you. You're like, uh, <laughs> nobody's winning. You look back at the past, right? All these cycles of terror and, and, and whatever, and that darkness that has been. Empires rise and empires fall. The win now is the loss tomorrow. It's coming and going. It's swinging from one side to the other. It's that polarity just going from, it's just that. And the answer is the, ex, the, the, the showing of the whole charade. And you're like, you realize, oh my God, well, I've played this game for my whole fucking, you know, for 10 and a half million lifetimes. Am I done? Can we just evolve now? Right? So, um, so more often than not, honor is embodied when a stronger force deliberately surrenders to a weaker force. And this is kind of like, 
I, I, I would, this is kind of like the principle that I, I wouldn't use necessarily these words, but I do understand in terms of, of it does make sense in terms of, of the way we, we're used to looking at humanity, right? And in this case is the male polarity surrendering to the female polarity. For they come, they have this idea that the female polarity is weaker than the male, but it isn't. It's just that the male polarity exists with one, you know, one aim. It just has one, one speed, right? It just has one, you know, one, it shoots in one direction. But the female is all, everything simultaneously. There is no direction in the female. There's just all. And so the male is what brings direction to the experience, because, you know, to have all the experiences simultaneously, there is no continuity. There is really not a story. So imagine if you were reading a book where all the chapters and all, all of the, 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 um, the, 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 um, the, um, the sentences of, of the book were intertwined all throughout the entire book. And you would be reading a sentence from page one and then a sentence from, from page 55 and then a sentence from, from page two and then a sentence from, from page 856. And, and what the fuck are you reading? There is no, there's nothing because that's, that's what the abstract is. It's, it's all there. But the male finds that, that kind of sows that continuity to the story because that's what we're here ultimately to live the story of our lives. And so... Um, so it's surrendering that, uh, um, you know, having that attention. This is what opens the vault, right? We have that direction of the male polarity, and we're going to um, we're going to put that attention in the mystery itself. Now we're looking. What are we looking at? We're looking at the entire picture. Let's say the entire book. But because we have that attention, we're able to sew it together. And, and, and the most amazing part is that when you do these two things together, the surrender of this attention into the mystery, the mystery begins to organize itself at its right and natural order. Because you, as, as a male polarity, you're thinking, well, tomorrow I'm going to go, you know, from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. I'm going to be doing this. And then by the time this week is over, I'm going to have achieved this and this and this. Right, you have that order, and then you do it, and nothing works like that. Or, or maybe it does, but you're exhausted, or you know you're not unhappy, or whatever. Or people are not. It's not necessarily giving you the amazing fucking epic life that you want. But when you have that, and you say, "Yeah, I want this, 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 and this," this is my checklist, and then you give it to the mystery, and then the checklist unfold organically. And then you might just be here and then you're having a conversation for, you know, three hours with a stranger and you're laughing and you're having fun. And then you're, you know, suddenly, you know, you're drinking lemonade and then somebody comes and boom, the first things on your checklist happen because now you're flowing. But there was that attention that really gave direction to the story from the beginning. This is why it's so important that we have our attention. That is the male polarity commanding, creating reality, right? But the surrender is what makes life, what brings that balance into a life that actually starts making sense, right? And, and, and what I mean by making sense is now you're happy. You know, you're full of love. There is not this, this, this pressure to, to live a life that feels, you know, constricted in any way. But there is an order, an order in, in that, you know, pool of archetypes that that have a natural flow the, the god's going to bring you at the right time the right level of everything because now your trust is there right it's not out there in the world and on things working but in the connection and and I'm not saying that we're doing that all the time but that's the goal polar depolarization of this of this yin and yang so that we live in the present in that moment and so in other words the being of light surrenders itself to the powers of darkness, right? That surrender of, of because it's not really a surrender. It's almost like, a, like in, the, in the, last, um, the last of the Matrix, not the last one that just happened now, but the, what's it called? The, um, the Matrix Revolutions, I think. Um, that was about, you know, 15 years ago or something like that. 
there is this fight of the one whole, Neo, against the endless many, right? The, the Agent Smith. And then at the end, it surrenders to that darkness. But when it surrenders, they, they enter the, the virus, right? Which is the light into the darkness. So that lets the, the darkness embrace the light. But the light is the light. You cannot darken the light. There is no way to darken the light. The light is the light. So when the light goes into the darkness, the darkness gets illuminated. So it's, it's a sort of a trick. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a hack. And that's, that's what we're talking about here, right? So, so to highlight the futility of all human conflict results in the weaker force being transformed or converted. In this case, it wouldn't be the weaker force. In this case, it would be the darkness, right? But it's not even converted. It's, 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 it dissolves. It transforms. And not only that, it integrates. The whole thing becomes one system, one organism, so such is the paradoxical power of an act of true honor or true love, right? It always turns surrender into victory. This surrender is symbolized by death itself. And this is what I'm talking about because, you know, you got in the movie, you got Neil dying, right? And what happens? It resurrects. And you would see, oh, at the end, he did die. And now all the little machines are picking him up. But did he? But did he die? Right? So um, so after death, so the surrender is symbolized by death, death itself since any true surrender signifies the death of the personality, the separate altered ego. That's what we're talking about here ultimately because we're not talking about fighting the establishment or anybody out there. It's all inside of us. What is that darkness that is the personality? The limited perception of reality that thinks that understands the universe, that can control everything. We're going to make gene editing tomorrow. We're going to build the future civilization. Blah, 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 blah. They don't know fucking nothing because it's the personality thinking they're God. But you can't think that you're God. That's impossible. God is. And we are part of it. And we can allow God to take over the entire vessel. And that's what the masters are, the avatars. They have surrendered the personality to God. So after death, the honorable act only grows more and more until it becomes mythic. And that's why we have mythic, mythic proportions. The most obvious examples of this is the surrender of Christ to, the, to his death to the, on the cross. And that is not just an example. That was a specific thing designed to introduce the frequency of love into our civilization. That was a, a, a plan, a masterful plan. So whenever a city dawns in a human being, its programming partner is also activated simultaneously. Thus, with the 38th city, we also see the 39th city of liberation manifesting. So we have honor and we have liberation simultaneously. And not only that, we also have all the all of the other cities. But this is kind of like what, what pops up first. Because what is honor? It's liberation. What is liberation? It's honor. To unleash, um, this shows the true nature of honor. To unleash a chain reaction resulting in a stream of dynamic, liberating energy lasting for generations and generations. And, you know, there's a reason why we have our calendar set to the, you know, the birth of Christ. Because he has affected all of this generations and generations. This is the generation of love. And it's taken this, you know, over 2,000 years to figure it out. This stuff takes time. It doesn't happen in 20 minutes. So at the shadow level, the 38 jinky is connected to the 28th jinky also. This is a very different thing. The 28th jinky through the genetics. Thus, we can see the interlinking of the themes of honor and immortality. And this is exactly what I'm talking about with, uh, you know, every story. If we're talking about Aristotelian stories, classic stories. We have that journey of the hero that goes and goes through the darkness and then he dies and then he resurrects. 
And there's a, a, a many different types of that, death, social death, emotional death, relations, the relationship falls apart, whatever, if it's a comedy, if it's a, you know, a, a, an actual story or whatever. But there's the death, a death of some sort, and then there's a resurrection. What is dying? The personality is dying. We cannot resurrect until there is nothing. We have to become nothing. Because that way there are no boxes anymore. Now God can take over the vessel. And now we're talking about cities right here. Manifestation of divine gifts. Every true act of honor endures forever. People never forget the truly great lives. And as their stories are told and retold down the ages, the Siddic energy of the original being simply continues inspiring and liberating others. This is what the power of, of a manifestation of God. In, 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 and I'm talking about uh, you know, heightened supernatural above re reality in quotes again. And, and you, have, you have an expression of, you got the Buddha, you got Krishna, you got Brahma, you got Shiva, you got Jesus, you got St. Francis of Assisi, Apollonius of Tiana, Pharaoh Ratabin, Toth, right? And those are the famous ones because there's so many that, that, you know, have happened out there that we don't know about them because they didn't want to be famous. But their transformation affected the field. Because everything we're with, the real world here is frequency. It's not, it's not, you know, it's not on Instagram. It's what we do that changes the field itself. And so, because we're becoming, we're allowing God more and more of God to embody in humanity. I'm not that saying that the shadow is not God. What I'm saying is that the heart is closed in the shadow. So we're allowing with our choice, because we have free will of opening our heart, we are allowing God to, to permeate this civilization, right? In, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a higher state of expression. Because yes, you know, God would, will be also the shadow, the darkness. That is also God. But now we're evolving past that. Because we want the next level of, of, of experience, and that is love. And it's not what has been sold in the new age or, or the, you know, being positive and any of that bullshit. Love is a whole other level of reality. It's being able to navigate through multidimensional realities, you know, constantly. It's an adventure like there's never been experienced. I mean, only by the masters, right? This is where we're going. This is our destiny. So people never forget the truly great laughs as their stories and as their stories are told and retold down the ages. The Siddic energy of the original being simply continues inspiring and liberating others in the future. This is why great stories transcend, right? When we hear of a great act or of a great life, whether it be contemporary or a myth from the past or somebody invented you something... It reminds us of who we truly are, warriors of spirit fighting to conquer and dispel our personal and collective fears. This is who we are. That's why we get so inspired by these tales of honor of old. In any, in any story, there's a hero that is conquering that fear. And that is who we are. So we've reached the end of this 38th Gene Key. And tomorrow we're going to be diving into the 39th Gene Key, um, uh, which is keynote at the Tension of Transcendence. This is the programming partner of this 38th Gene Key. And it goes from the shadow of provocation through the gift of dynamism all the way to the city of liberation. So we're going to be diving into that tomorrow. Podcast is Monday through Sunday. Uh, you, can find, you can find us on every podcast app out there. When you go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv at the very bottom, you'll see that black nav with navigation, that menu, with five uh, links. Uh, when you click on the About tab, you will see all of our social media. When you click on the Pioneers tab, that'll take you to the category on our website um, where you can... Um, uh, see the interviews that we have with what we call the pioneers of the Great Awakening. Beautiful people that have gone through their own darkness and found the healing, found something 
And we all are heroes here. We all, it doesn't matter. There's just some that are more famous than others. And that doesn't necessarily even mean that they actually know more than some people that are, you know, it's a hobo on the street. They could be an enlightened master. You don't even fucking know. They're out there. And um, and we, we have, these are also on video and audio, and you can find them there. Beautiful conversations, and they show us that people, they, they share with us their, their healing, their liberation, their treasure. What have they found in the darkness of their darkest moments, and how did they get out of there? And so all of this, you can find there. If you are going through your own dark night of the soul, through your own darkness, and you need help moving through this stuff, I tell you, it does not have to last for decades Years or decades, you can get through in the time that it takes to change a habit and neuronetting your brain about 90 days. It's a very specific technique and, it, and you can change it. You just have to be willing to change one very specific thing. And you may not be ready to do that because a lot of that's why people get stuck on the dark night of the soul for 20 years. But if you're done with it and you want to move through this thing, Click at the bottom right corner of journal.tv, click on the support button and learn more about our coaching program that we help, that we have to help people move through their dark night of the soul. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast, and I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.